0: Dr. Mark Job with a thought on God at work.
1: God's always looking for carriers of His favor, of His blessing, carriers that'll carry the presence of God into whatever darkness they live, into whatever situation. That God looks for carriers.
0: Welcome to Moody Presents, featuring the Bible teaching of Dr. Mark Job. He's president of Moody Bible Institute and founding pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm John Geiger. You know, for the last several weeks, you and I have been learning what it means to work with a godly perspective. Well, today, we're gonna pick up with part two of a message called, God's Favor. Mark has been using the term carrier as it relates to God's presence in our lives. And this message is a call to carry the amazing grace of the gospel with us to our workplace. And guess what? You know, there are benefits. If you are a carrier of the presence of God, it means there is a power and a favor that follow you. And that's the core of our study in this message by Mark Job. We've taken in a lot of our message series so far, and I encourage you to head to our moodypresents.org website to hear this or any other broadcast again. Again, just go to moodypresents.org and click on the Past Programs link. Or you can subscribe to the podcast and have Moody Presents delivered right to your streaming device. That's at moodypresents.org. And now, here's Pastor Mark Job with more on the favor of God.
1: So with the presence of God also comes the favor of God. Secondly, I want you to understand that the favor of God can be attracted or repelled by the position of our heart. In 2 Chronicles 26, verse 4 through 5, it says, Speaking of the king, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Just as his father Amaziah had done, he sought God during the days of Zechariah the prophet who instructed him in the fear of the Lord. Listen to this phrase. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Other translations say God gave him favor. As long as he sought the Lord, the favor of God was with him. When he ceased seeking the Lord and his presence the favor of God ceased to rest upon him. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9. Keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do, that you may maintain the favor of God in all that you do. Psalms 1, verse 3. He is like the tree planted by the streams of water. Who is like the tree? The one who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or sit in the seat of the ungodly, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He is like the tree that's planted by the streams of water, which yields fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Why? The presence of God brings the favor of God that brings the prosperity of God. It's the position of our heart. Listen, I believe that you determine parents, you to a large extent determine whether favor is upon your household or not upon your household. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ who has received him as Lord and Savior, you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But let me tell you, just because you have the indwelling of the Spirit doesn't mean that you're walking in the Spirit. Do you know that you can have the Spirit and grieve the Spirit? Do you know the Spirit can be inside of you and the Spirit can be quenched, grieved? That the Spirit inside of you can lament sorrow over how you're living. Some of you are carrying around with you a grieving Holy Spirit. That's why when when you're not walking with God and you're living a certain way, you don't want to come to church because you don't feel the joy of God. Why? Because when you get around that which stirs the spirit of God, there's a grief inside of you. It's the spirit of God grieving in you, grieving over you. The presence of God is grieving because he knows who you are and knows that you're not living up to who God has called you to live. It's the grieving Holy Spirit. You can quench the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit is inside of you, but when he starts speaking to you and convicting you, you put down his voice because you don't want to obey. So you quench it. You say, no, I don't want to hear that. No, I I don't want to do that. No, no, no. You, You quench, you put it down. Quenching is like the the quenching of a fire that you pour water on it to try to, try to put it out. You, you, you take fuel away from it. You put sand on it because you don't want that fire to burn. You're trying to quench it. You're trying to put it out. Let me tell you this, believer. Look up at me because this is really important. Once you have received the Holy Spirit as a believer in Jesus Christ... The Bible says that you are sealed with the Spirit until the day of redemption. So I don't care if you are a believer, no matter how hard you try to quench the Spirit, the Spirit, you cannot get rid of the Spirit in your life. He is there to stay until the day of redemption. Now you say, well, the pastor, I, what does Psalm, Psalm chapter 51 say? David says, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me, like if the Spirit could come and go. Well, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came and went. In the Old Testament, the Spirit came to empower people and then would leave. In the New Testament, after the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit doesn't come and go. The Holy Spirit comes to indwell. He becomes the permanent indwelling until the day of redemption. Some of you have been asked where you're saved, but do you have the Spirit? Let me tell you, you cannot be saved without the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit of God that brings about your regeneration and salvation. There is no such thing as a saved individual that does not possess the Spirit of God. They both go hand in hand. You are only saved through the work of the Spirit in your life, so you cannot Be a believer in Jesus Christ, a new generation in Jesus Christ without the Holy Spirit inside of you. They go hand in hand with each other. So you never have to wonder if you're a believer, well, do I have the Spirit? No, if you're a believer, you have the Spirit. You may not be walking in the power of the Spirit, the fullness of the Spirit, but you have the Holy Spirit, the presence of God. Number three, write this down. The favor of God looks for key people to be gateways of his blessing. Genesis chapter 39 verse 4 says, Joseph found favor in the eyes of his master and he became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of that household and all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of whom? Joseph, let me ask you a question. Was the Egyptian a God follower? No, he was a pagan. Had no respect for God and the things of God. He was an idol worshiper like all the Egyptians were. He worshipped the gods of the Nile. He was not a God-fearing man that followed God. But a slave came to his household, a slave. Slaves were treated like pieces of property. And something extraordinary happened with this slave because this slave was no ordinary slave. This slave was a carrier of the favor of God. Something extraordinary happened as this slave started working in the house. He thought, well, this slave works pretty hard. This slave is pretty smart. I'm going to sort of promote this slave. Something extraordinary from the day they bought Joseph... It seemed like things started going better in their household. It seems like business went better. The household ran better. Prosperity started coming. Things started coming together. Why? What was the difference? It was a slave. Why? Oh, no, not just a slave. It was a slave that was a carrier of the presence of God. And the carrier of the presence of God came with the favor of God. And so the Bible says, and God blessed the Egyptians' household because of Joseph. Now, here's what I want you to understand. You say, well, pastor, I just work as a mail clerk in this big office building. Oh, you never underestimate the power of your influence just because of a title that you may have or not have or the size of your paycheck. You may be a mail clerk. You may work in the loading dock and think that you're just one dispensable individual, but I'm going to tell you when you come with the presence of God, or if your boss only knew what you carry to that place, if they only knew that the person that walks in those doors is a carrier of the presence of God and anybody that carries the presence of God carries the favor of God when they're walking right before God. If they only knew the power that's there. You see, some of the places that you work are being prospered, not because they're doing good, but they, they have the favor of God because you work there. They don't know it. You may not even know it, but you carry the favor of God upon you. And God prospered the house of the Egyptian because Joseph was in the house. Years ago, when we were moving from building to building, As a church, we didn't own our own building, and so we met at this school, that school, this high school, that hotel, this university. Our motto is, if you can find us, you can meet with us. That was our motto. We were were nomadic. The place that we gathered, the only place that opened up was the Union Hall, the Teamsters Union Hall on Ashland and Van Buren. And so we met at the Teamsters Union Hall, without a contract, because they didn't want to write one up. And we met in the Union Hall, which was used for parties on Friday and Saturday night. The area where we kept our children smelled ranked of beer when the children walk in there. You would almost get drunk from the fumes just walking in there. Poor kids, I think you know they were all real happy those days. I don't know. And we were cleaning up bottles and, 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 and messes from these wild parties. that Who know what happened in those parties? And my negotiation was with a guy named Red. I still don't remember his name. He just was Red and had a grovelly voice. Hi, Pastor, this is Red. We met there for a while. And one Friday evening, Red called me up. He said, hey, Pastor, it's Red. I said, hey, Red, how are you doing? He said, Pastor, you got to cancel service this Sunday. I said, Red? We have 500 people, and I'm not going to cancel service, but I can't guarantee their safety then. I said, well, Red, we, we, what's going on? He said, and, and he went on to tell me that there was a demonstration that was going to happen, and there were some people demonstrating out in front, and it had to do with farm workers, and it was mainly Hispanic farm workers, and he said it could get violent, and they would be out there with plaques and, 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 and protesting. And I said, Red, we're going to take a chance. We're going to meet anyways in the house of God. Well, we had started a Spanish service, and so we decided, listen, where we come, we bring the blessing and the presence of God. So we decided we were going to bring the presence of God to that demonstration. So we showed up and to get into our building, we had to walk through a mob, a mob of protesters just to get into our church building. We send our entire Spanish service out there to pray over the protesters. And so they talked to them and prayed for them and ministered to them and blessed them in Jesus' name. And we turned around all of our congregation and prayed blessing on them. And they were so grateful. And it was a powerful experience. Why? The presence of God. Presence of God.
0: An example of how God's favor can bring peace and encouragement to a tense situation. Well, there is certainly power that comes with God's presence, right? You're listening to Moody Presents with Pastor Mark Job, Back to the teaching in just a moment. I want to switch gears for a second here and share with you an excerpt from Life on Mission. A great book from Moody Publishers. The good news of God's grace cannot be mimed. It must be spoken. Other than one's own salvation, there may not be a greater joy than explaining the gospel and watching God do what only He can do. This book, Life on Mission, is an outstanding resource. I really recommend this book as a great tool for our current study. And it's easy to get. Head to moodypresents.org and choose the Moody Publishers button right there on our webpage. And there you can purchase Life on Mission and so many other great books and Bible studies, video series, again, all at MoodyPresents.org. And while you're there, you might want to sign up to become a monthly partner with Moody Presents. With a gift of $30 a month or more, you can then have access to Moody Publishers at 50% off. And your gift really is important to us every single month. We are supported by friends like you that believe in the mission of sharing jesus christ well let's get back to carrying the favor of god here's pastor mark job on moody presents
1: So we moved into Illinois Institute of Technology and the first Sunday there, we prayed a blessing over the school and blessing over the administration and blessing over their campuses. Why? Because they were housing this nomadic group of believers and allowing us to rent their auditorium. About two months after us meeting there, I read it in the paper, they received the largest donation that they had ever received in the history of that school. 60 million dollars, I believe it was, by the president of Motorola, gave it to his alma mater. 60 million dollars donated to the school, and someone else matched it with another 60 million dollars, so they got 120 million dollars. When I went to pay the check, the rent check, next time around, I said, I heard you received 120 million dollars. I mean, I don't want to you know, say anything, but, you know, we prayed blessing over you. <laughs> oh, maybe he just mis- dismissed it and didn't think it was anything, but let me tell you, I know that when we meet, we bring the presence of God in the favor of God. I believe that the favor of God looks for key people to be gateways of His blessing. Joseph was a gateway for the blessing of God. Psalms 90, verse 17 says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. God looked for Joseph. To be a blessing to his people, it was through Joseph that the entire nation of Israel was spared, and he saved his family because God found a gateway of blessing. God looked for one man in a time when the world had gone wild, and He found Noah, one man that carried the favor of God and the presence of God, and He blessed him, and no one, his entire family, were saved, and many of his creation was saved at that time. God looked for one man and he found Isaiah. When he was in the temple and Isaiah saw the glory of the Lord manifest and he said I found a man that will stand in the gap. He was looking for a man to be a carrier of his blessing. God found Moses to be a carrier of his blessing that liberated the people of Israel. God found Daniel to be a carrier of his blessing that would that would minister to the people in captivity during the time of the Babylonians. God found Rahab the the prostitute in Jericho that was willing to believe God and made her a carrier of the blessing of God. God found the Philippian jailer who became a blessing to bring salvation to his entire family. God's always looking for carriers of his favor, of his blessing, carriers that'll carry the presence of God into whatever darkness they live, into whatever situation that God looks for carriers. In speaking to King Asa, the prophet said to King Asa, the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout all the earth, looking, seeking to find a person whose heart is fully devoted to him so they can manifest his power through him. The imagery that I have is the Spirit of God looking through the streets of Chicago, looking through your neighborhood. God searches like a GPS looking through Google Maps, street by street, going city by city, house by house, and desperately looking. The eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout all the earth. He's searching. He's looking. He's looking. Can I find one? Can I find one? Is there one? I saw this house. No, they're not there. I've seen this house, this house, this house. No, where can I find one? Aha, I found one. What did you find? I found a heart that's fully devoted And now that I've found one, I can pour out myself in this person so the manifest presence of God can splash over into blessing. You see, I believe that the heart of God looks for people whose hearts are fully devoted, who can embrace His presence, and God can manifest His glory and His favor through them. And lastly, the favor of God does not eliminate the challenges and the difficulties of life. Never think that just because the favor of God is upon a person that they will be, have a life that has no trials on it. Shortly after the house of Potiphar prospered, Joseph was cast into prison. Still with the favor of God, because he chose to walk with integrity. You see the favor of God's attractive too. The Bible says that Potiphar's wife had an eye for Joseph. And several times try to seduce him and get him to go with her when her husband was out of the house. And finally the last time came where she became aggressive. And Joseph, because he was a man of integrity, fled, leaving his coat behind. And she was angry and accused Joseph of having assaulted her. And Joseph, who was walking in the favor of God and integrity of God, ends up in a dungeon Still with the favor of God. Some may, have, some may have said, hey, God's favor has disappeared from Joseph. No, God's favor had not disappeared. God's favor was with him in the middle of trial. See, here's what happens in, in the middle of trial. You see, when you have God's favor, it doesn't mean that everything's going to go right. It just means that God is going to be with you even when things go wrong. The favor of God is like a buoy. The enemy may push you down. He may try to sink you to the bottom, and when you have the favor of God, you keep floating up you keep like floating to the top. I mean, he may try to push you down, put you down. Have you ever tried to get a have you ever tried to get a ball and try to keep it under when you're in the swimming pool? You put it under your feet, you sit on it, you try to keep it and it just keeps coming up. It's full of oxygen. Well, the favor of God is like the oxygen in our life. Man, you can push it down, try to keep it down, but it's going to keep coming up because the favor of God is there. The favor of God is there. He went through a trial, but even in his trial, Joseph still trusted God. And through a series of events, he was sprung out of the dungeon after several years. He didn't lose his faith in God. Some of us praise God only when things are going right and think that the favor of God has evaporated from our life when we go through trials. And sometimes it's the trial that is testing, will you keep your heart in the presence of God and still praise him and worship him and bless him and keep your heart clean and walk with integrity even when things are going wrong because still the favor of God is on you. And Joseph became second only to the Pharaoh, saved not only his father and his brothers and his relatives but the entire nation of Israel and became a blessing to the Egyptians as God gave him divine insight to make it through years of famine. Why? The favor of God. You see, I know if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you that you carry the presence of God, but I'm not sure you're walking in the favor of God. Because if you walk quenching the Spirit, you say, well, Pastor, how do I know that? Well, I know one thing that tells us in James that God resists the proud, but he gives more grace to the humble. People that humbly depend on God, give him the honor and the glory, that serve him even when things are good and when things are bad, that carry the presence of God, that those are people that carry the favor of God. Some of you need to stop saying, oh, Lord, I wish I had another family. My family is such a dysfunctional mess. All my relatives are messed up. I wish I could exchange families. And you need to say, God, you've placed me as a carrier of your favor to the dysfunction of my family. So let me walk into it with the favor of God. Some of you need to stop saying, hey, take me out of this job. It's nothing but a lion's den. They're swearing and cussing and envy and politics. There's pagan all over. I wish I worked in a Bible bookstore. Maybe you need to stop complaining about it, and maybe you need to be a carrier of God right in the midst of the darkness that's there because God has given you his presence to carry his favor in the middle of the darkness. Maybe you need to stop complaining about your neighbors and wish that they were all... Christian neighbors, and maybe you need to realize that God has placed you right on your block with all the trouble that you have to be the carrier of his presence and the carrier of his favor. Maybe God has put you in that workplace or in that school or in that neighborhood or in that family just to be the carriers of his presence and the favor of God because God knows there are pockets all over this city that need the presence of God. And maybe you're that person to bring it.
0: Those who humbly serve God carry his favor. It's not something that we think about or are aware of as believers, but it's a very powerful truth that not only changes the life of the carrier, but has the potential to change the climate in a home, the workplace, school, even an entire city. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for this great series of messages. Hey, more to come next week on the subject of God's favor in your life. This is Moody Presents, heard each week on Moody Radio, and thank you for being a part of the broadcast today. For more messages, including today's, you can always listen again online anytime on demand at moodypresents.org, moodypresents.org. And we'd love to hear from you, hear how Moody Presents is helping you along your spiritual journey. Our email is moodypresents at moody.edu. Presents at moody.edu. For Pastor Mark Job, I'm John Geiger. Moody Presents is a production of Moody Radio and a ministry of the Moody Bible Institute.